When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right. So we're going to get started. This is a special edition of the Matt Mania podcast. You know how we do. Don't act like nothing's changed, although everything <laughs> may have changed. The game is no longer the same. We are still here. We remain. So, yo, it's Matt Mania. Will we catch you up on our takes on the world of wrestling, hip-hop, and everything in between? My name is Mega Ran, and to my left on your screen, or the voice you're about to hear if you're listening to the audio, is my good friend, your good friend, the Neo-X. Who is Ta-da! Welcome. Welcome, y'all. Thanks for joining us, and thanks for having me on... Uh, on your Twitch channel as well. I definitely do appreciate that. I think this is going to be a first time hey. for Matt Mania on the Twitch. So, That's but right. hey, this is this is great. I think this is a great uh, great way to start things off. I mean, you know, get some more attention, some more eyes, especially now that we have to adapt to this new digital frontier, right? And, uh, you know, hopefully we can get a good thing going. Absolutely. It's, it's uh, a new time as far as, like, things we have to do uh, mm-hmm. to get our content out. So... Uh, so why not try something different? So this is broadcasting live for those of you who are at twitch.tv slash Megaran. Thank you for those of you who are hearing this on the Geekscape and Steel Cage Network. We thank you for that as well. Yes, so, cont- continue to support those respective uh, places, you know, and their and their other content as well. You know, Matt Mania only does business with the best, nay, the elite <laughs> I like of, all, of all cultures. Absolutely. So, uh, yo, it's been a long time, dude, since I sat down and got the chance to talk wrestling uh, with you. So I don't 100%. even remember. When was the last? I don't even remember the last time, dude. You know, uh, you know, and, and the other thing, too, like I haven't, you know, I haven't really gone to the archives to even see, you know, uh, <laughs> figure out what your last episode was. However, you know, it's just like riding a bike, Rand. We just got to get be about it, talk about it. And, you know, we'll, we'll get back into the swing of things. Right. Absolutely. We'll get back into it. Uh, so, yo, it's just been, um, you know, it's just like riding a bike. You jump, you jump back in, and then it's all good. Hey, we got a host coming through. Thank you for that. So, yo, <laughs> it's, um, uh, okay, so the reason why I wanted to do this episode mainly was because I just came back from Jacksonville, from Duval, as they call it, and um, I'm back alive, um, COVID-free, at least uh, that appears that way. For now. <laughs> I took my temperature like four times in the last like 24 hours just to make sure. Um, it's a holiday today, which I forgot. 
um, because, you know, when I don't really take holidays in my line of work. And um, normally my birthday, September 3rd, is usually right around Labor Day. But this time, Labor Day's coming a little later. So shout out to all the working men and women out there doing their thing. I appreciate you. Swig of water for the working person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So are you off today? Yeah, man, I was off today. So, so appreciate those hand claps. Um, you know, and it was a good day today though. Like I got to, you know, I got up late. I thought I was going to go take a bike ride, but it ended up being like 111 mm. by like 10 AM. So mm. I scratched that idea and just focus on cleaning my workspace. Um, catching up on this pay-per-view again, of course. Nice. Uh, but you know, it was a productive day. And, uh, I, I, uh, summoned the, the, the inner white girl of, of rock knowledge and had me a pumpkin spice, uh, cold <laughs> brew, uh, for, <laughs> for, for breakfast. So shout out had, to rock, shout out to rock knowledge. Shout out to rock knowledge. He's a, a pumpkin spice addict. Um, I had one when I was in Jacksonville too, from Dunkin' Donuts. My first time having a pumpkin spice cold brew from there. And, uh-huh. um, I felt like it was a little extra sweet, but, uh, but it was yeah. good. Yeah, um, but I, I do love the pumpkin spice. I love feeling like fall, even though we live in a place where there almost isn't a fall. But uh, just any little piece of fall I can I can get, I'm all about it, dude. One hundred percent. And then fall. I mean, fall weather is, of course, uh, you know, this is when we can start breaking out our hoodies and and <laughs> and jackets and the denim jackets and all that fun stuff. I mean, it's my favorite time of the year, so I can't Boy. wait for fall to be in full effect. I'm honestly just done with this garbage uh back-to-back 110 degrees plus weather here in phoenix uh can't do nothing if it weren't for a pandemic i'd still be inside like yeah like no no if ands or buts about it <laughs> i feel you you know oh man yeah uh, for those of you who actually have weather and weather is breaking where you at uh you know consider yourself lucky because in arizona it's just hot and hotter so um i think we're gonna get my wife showed me like there's gonna be like a ninety degree day this week, and I was like, "No, that must be a typo. Like that's not real. <laughs> that doesn't happen here in September." So 100%. we'll see. Well, we'll see. We'll, yeah, see. we'll keep keep hope alive on that. So mm-hmm. uh, normally with this show, we start off with a putover. I would love to ask you if you have a putover. If you don't, that's fine because we didn't even talk about it. Um, yeah, throw that in the chat. But if anybody in the chat has something they want to put over that is not from the world of wrestling. I would love to hear it. Also, if you're hearing this later, um, send us a tweet. Send us a message. I also just figured out that Anchor allows you to do voice memos. Like, people can send in voice memos. So I'm going to start sending oh, hey. that out. So you guys it's can send almost, us voice memos. It's almost like they live calling in. I like hey, that. Yeah, I like that feeling of, of a live caller. And you so, know what? And just, and just for, uh, you know, the sake of uh, consistency, I'll give y'all my, um, my, my put over you know, outside of the world of wrestling. Uh, so Rand and I, we were talking about what we were watching on the way back uh, from the airport. And it's an oldie but goodie, but yeah, Cobra Kai. It's on mm. Netflix, you know, um, you know, and Cobra Kai, uh, I think I'm on season two now, you know, later in the episode. So uh, I, I'm, I'm up to the point where uh, uh, Sensei Reese is back, you know, <laughs> And and all this his shenanery and tomfoolery, you know, and uh, the, the unraveling of of the characters there. I really enjoy this show. I can't wait for season three. 
Uh, Cobra Kai is my jam. Mm-hmm. And the fact that, you know, they're incorporating, you know, karate, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, it just looks really, really well put together, really well choreographed. Um, you know, the, the actors who, you know, are also, you know, performing the Kung Fu or Kung Fu, sorry, karate uh, choreography, mm-hmm. they pull it off really well. And, you know, I don't know how old these people are, uh, you know, because it's, you know, cinema, so to speak, or television. But, man, these guys are legit. Like, you try watching the, the tournament, the All-Valley Tournament mm-hmm. in Cobra Kai versus the All-Valley Tournament in Karate Kid. Oh, yeah, it's a day and night, man. It's, yeah, it's <laughs> night and day. Uh, that show did really good. I'm, I'm so excited to see that it's, like, number one show in the country right now. Like, everyone's discovering it, rediscovering it. Uh, it's so good. So, uh, props to them for that. And sometimes it can... You know, we talk about all the time the, the idea of, of being exclusive. I mean, like, oh, it was only on YouTube like two years ago or maybe mm-hmm. a year or so ago. And I spent money for it. Like, it's the only thing I've ever bought on, like, YouTube Premium or YouTube Radio. Yeah, right? You yeah, know? it was worth it, though. Because it was that good, you know? And now, mm-hmm. like, I'm so glad that everybody gets to experience it. So it's just timing is everything, man. We're all inside. We're all wanting something new to watch. And um, I, I guess a lot of America, you know, hadn't seen it or is re-experiencing it. So that's dope. Well, and think about it like this. Our culture is so like now, 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 now. The fact that, you know, we're able to just get all this content, you know, readily available is, you know, it's satisfying our palate for content. And I think overall it's a good thing because you just get more people talking about it, hashing about it. Like you said, we all have a bunch of time. And so why not? Let's – um Let's let's enjoy some of this content. I know Cap Caveman, he told me like one of the things that he's liked about the pandemic thus far is that he gets to watch a new movie like every day. And mm-hmm. I think Teak was also in that same mindset where he's like, yeah, I'm just going to like I just got uh, HBO um, Max mm-hmm. and he'll like watch a, a movie every day. So hopefully we get some Teak's takes sometime. We'll see. <laughs> he yeah. keeps... He keeps talking about it. Just want him to be about it. <laughs> shout, shout out to the villain, uh, wherever you may be doing villain things. Uh, and also shout out to G1 to the rescue out there, rescuing somebody's um, weak production, I'm sure. He's saving you from bad beats. Um, bad beats. Speaking of G1, if you watched All Out, you heard a beat that they freaking literally played on loop between every second. Yep. Uh, and that belonged to our own G1 to the rescue. So I can't shout him out enough that that man literally made that beat right in front of me. Me and Felix were working together in the studio. And he came up with his beat machine, went to one to the next room over and just sat and focused. And then next thing you know, he had a banger. So shout out to G1. That song, All Out, is on all of your digital service providers, wherever you get fine music. Go on and get it. Also, tag G1 to the rescue on Twitter. Tell him you love his music. Tell him yes, you love it. Yes, sir. And one thing that I see in the chat is we got Blaze187. Shout out to Blaze. Putting over glitch text on Netflix. Animated mm. cartoon where they fight glitches from games and make it to the real world. You know what? My son watched an episode of that, and I thought it was pretty dope, too, because they actually do um, – you know they uh, they incorporate power ups and uh, in different um, uh, what's it called in, in like different tactics against these certain glitches. So it's a good it's a great show to watch, definitely. Word. Okay, I'm gonna check it out. Um, speaking of Netflix and gaming stuff, I'm gonna put over High Score. Yes. Um, I know. I'm sure. Hopefully, you guys have seen it. 
it's really, really good. Um, and then I start seeing people I know either like by face or by name or by like credits in this thing. So uh, I'm really hyped about that. I'm on the sports episode now. My friend Gordon Bellamy is in there and he talks about his perspective yeah. as, a, as a- That's so cool. You know, as a black gay man who being able to work on like Madden and like to live a lifelong dream to be a part of that process. So it's so good and so dope to see folks that I know. So check it out. It's really well done. Um, Hip Tanaka, like if you know, I mean, you know the work, I'm sure. You know Metroid, you know Super Mario, you know all the stuff he's done. But like to see him, like footage of him playing in a small club in Tokyo and all this cool stuff. That was dope. That was so cool. Like was, he takes his beats, you know, he's got them on the machine, right? And he's just like banging out these little bangers. And, yeah. you know, I, I think that'd be a great show to watch, definitely. Like extremely, 100%. extremely good. And each episode is pretty short. They're like 30, 40 minutes. Um, you could run through it with some family and, uh, you know, sit the kids in front of it. It's not too crazy. But I love it's educational. It's very educational. I also love that it's very inclusive. I mean, the, the level of inclusivity in the show, I can't go without mentioning the... Um, they, from the very beginning, they talk about it's it's um the first winner of like the was it, Atari championships was a trans yeah. woman, you know, and yeah. like, so being able to like talk about all that stuff that's been happening throughout life and then still be able to work in inclusivity, it's super good, man. I'm I was like blown away, like smiling my face the whole time. It's super good, highly highly recommended. And me, I was skeptical too, like what's the cooler is saying. Like, I'm always yeah. like, eh, you guys want, you think, because I like video games, you think you know me, Netflix. You think you know me. But you think you know me. You do know me because that is a very well done show. Uh, so that is my put over. It's usually, it's so, it's so funny that put overs, at least throughout history of this show, have been like the Netflix section of the show. Yeah. Where it's, it's like. This is- this is like a, a there's a sub genre of this podcast where it's just like Netflix reviews mm-hmm. at the same time. And the thing about High Score that really um, you know called out to me as well is because I'm a big fan of the Gaming Historian on YouTube. Mm-hmm. If you ever get a chance to check out the Gaming Historian, he does essentially the same thing. He does historical uh, breakdowns of the of the history of you know video games. Um, and, you know, he, do, he does some great stuff. He has an episode about, like, you know, how Tetris was created, Super Mario 2. And I like things like this because mm-hmm. this is actually, like, my niche right now. Like, the history of speedrunning, the history of video games. You know, these, the documentary style right now is appealing to me in this day and age because it's, it's nourishing. It's educational. It's, uh, I think it's all around just feel good, you know? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yes. Just put over. Check it out if you can. All right, so let's talk wrestling, shall we? All right, so before we get into this um, breakdown of All Out 2020, which I was there, I was present for. But um, first, about the journey there, I can talk about my journey. So (laughs) anybody can go to any website and see anybody's match by match reviews, but. What you won't get is directly from the horse's or the rapper's mouth what it was like to attend uh, a live AEW event post-COVID in, in America. So so here's what we got. I got Neo a shirt. He's rocking it today. You see the all-out event team. Yep, it's right there, um, baby. The shirt sold out super fast, but props. I will, you know, I'm going to give props for props to do. 
I give I give pro wrestling tees a lot of flack because of either shipping times or shirt quality. Quality. But at the event, every shirt was a Gildan soft style, and I'm okay with that. So he's wearing a very soft tee right now. And, and you know what? It's got the heavy ink, like, graphic, you know? Yeah. But it, because it's on a soft tee, it ain't going to make your chest all sweaty. Right, right. You're not going to get all and sweaty. It, and you're in, in Phoenix, obviously. You don't want to do that at all. Not at so, all. Mm, all right, so up. here's my experience. Shout out to Marcos who came with me. So we pulled up at the event. They say be there at 5.30 p.m. And they were very clear, like, hey, look, no early entry, meet and greet, uh, any, like, as far as I knew, no backstage, no yeah. no extra stuff is happening. Like, they so, got it locked down. Set it so, my, so my question was, like, when they brought that to your attention, is it because you're Mega Ran? Maybe they know that you're kind of affiliated or associated with some of these people. They know that you kind of help with the music, mm-hmm. or what was the deal? Probably, because one of the producers yeah. is the ones who got me the tickets, and I think he was just letting me know, like, we're oh, okay. we're doing everything we can to abide by, like, state law right now right. to be able to have this show. So we're on super thin ice, and we got we to gotta be extra careful. So True. when I did see people, it was high and by, in a mask, gone. You know, I saw Tony Khan for a 2.2 seconds, you know. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, when I saw folks, it was like, Hey, bye. Phew. You know, um, everybody was trying to be extra careful. So I, I don't, I don't mind. Uh, so it's say five thirty. Get there. There's a long line outside. Like people, people are like legit tailgating. You know, I think people are just so excited about getting wrestling back that like folks were tailgating. And I was like, oh, that's, that's kind of, but that's kind of cool. Yeah, like they're sitting outside drinking and you know cooking or eating food and just hanging out and. um so then the line starts and I was like, eh, I'm not into lines. Like, if you know anything about me, lines aren't really my bag. So I was like, you know what? That line looks really long. I'm going to fall back for a second. So me and Marcos got back in the car and drove and got food somewhere else because you knew we were gonna, it's going to be a while before we got in. Went, got food, maybe a McDonald's, came back. Line's still kind of long, but we're like, let's do mm-hmm. it. About six o'clock is when I get inside. And, and and in regards to like the line, right? There's probably no concern on your end because y'all you have a ticket. It's just a matter of getting to your seat, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like going through scanners and things. I think right. now now I understood what the line long line was because as I stated on Twitter, after I went and picked up my ticket, and by the way, you sign a like a three page waiver, um, and you know it's like you haven't been here, your your temperature hasn't been here, you haven't had COVID, you haven't you know. Um, so you sign it, and then you get into the line. <laughs> you haven't met up with Jared. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Jared. So, um, so yeah, we get the inside, and there's the scanners. You know, there's metal detectors, there's all that. But then there's also a computerized temperature scanner. And these things are the bane of my existence because, as I said on Twitter, these things are – I'm not going to go all out and say the R word, not yet anyway. But they're not I, inclusive. <laughs> but I will say that they're not very inclusive or, or they don't think of people from varying complexions. Um, and so we're all hot because, again, everybody's been sitting, standing outside in almost 100-degree heat. You got your mask on. We all got humidity. a mask on. We all got humidity. Everybody scans too high. Like, everybody is too hot to come in. Apparently. Everybody's running warm. Yeah. They've been so, outside. 
here's the that's the flaw with this system you know it's like everybody's obviously hot when i went to the doctor and they were doing temperature stuff they also have a fan they had a little hand fan and they're like hold on give me a second i'm gonna just pour some, you know just shoot some air on your forehead and then take a temperature because that makes a lot of sense so then you <laughs> Hey, fudging the numbers. <laughs> and I was like, well, because they were like, you just walked it out in out of 111 degrees, like in Phoenix. So they're like, you're probably going to be running yeah, hot. You're running hot. So take 30 seconds, sit here, relax, and then we'll take your temperature. And so that's usually what they do. But they also like give you a little fan. So I was like, hmm, are they fudging these numbers? Like, how? It'd be obviously, if you put a fan on somebody, you cool off. So again, the system, mm, not not the best i don't think so here's so here's what's up i go into the thing they say keep your mask on now i've been through some where they say pull it down for a second you know just just for the scan and then back up not this one pull it up over your nose <laughs> fail okay pull it down a little bit not under your nose but just a little bit bam fail okay pull it down all the way off your nose bam fail okay pull it all the way back up bam bam and and you're and you're wearing the legit like uh lucha mask right the penta mask so it's it's like red and green and by the way yeah i'm wearing this like and it's thicker than my normal mask that i wear it's the the penta mask from mass republic it's shiny it's got all these other things on it so i was like all right and also marcos had another he had one that was shiny and you know he had a penta one as well so I'm getting stopped, and this is just getting embarrassing to the point where this thing has has beeped like 25 times. There's people behind me, and I'm like, come on. Like, you don't have like a second place to go to figure this out. So they pull me out of line, bring me into the center. The guy's like, all right, just sit here for like 30 seconds, and then we'll we'll scan you again. 30 seconds, pull the mask up, down again. I was I'm making beats. Dude, <laughs> I was about to just go to my car and like, you know what? I don't I don't want to do this <laughs> because it just was like a really annoying process. So I was like, I don't want to go through this. So next thing you know, I decide to uh, uh, while I'm waiting, Marcos goes around me and he gets beat. He gets buzzed too. <laughs> And so I'm like, oh, no, me and Marcos were together. So maybe we both have COVID. Oh, no. So, like, he he's pulled out of line. And I'm like, oh. And, you know, Marcos is a, a darker-skinned guy, too. So, like, yeah. I was like, oh, so this is, this is what's happening. I guess these machines just don't read very well with people of darker skin. And uh, the guy's like, yeah, man, they're, they're kind of screwy, man. I'm sorry. But let me run this other one on you. And then he, he just, like, this little handheld thing to my forehead. Is it, is it the gun one, like the thermometer gun? Yeah, like a gun. He just kind of beep, beep, you know, and I was good. He's like, oh, here you are, 97.9 or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, thanks. But, like, I was this close to just leaving. Like, I was about <laughs> to be like, all right, I don't want to cause you any inconvenience, and I don't know what's going on. So sure. maybe I need to leave and go to a doctor. <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> So no, like, I think what you told me last night when Mark was like, bro, do I have COVID, bro? Yeah, right. <laughs> he's like walking with me. He's like, dude, it took me a quick second, but because they had just got off a plane and he was like, bro, do I have COVID? <laughs> like, oh my God. So I got to make a phone call. He's like, dude, I got to call my girl. Like, uh, sorry, <laughs> but, uh, you know, so 
Um, so yeah, first of all, before we even got there, I'll just backtrack a little bit. Flying right now, post COVID, is a nightmare. It is, it is a 100% scary nightmare. Um, but the best part about it is that you're mandated to wear a mask in the, in the airport and on the plane. You have right. to have a mask on. You're not getting on the plane. You're getting kicked off if you take it off. Like, they're very serious. So that part enhance cool. enhanced cleaning methods. Yeah. Right? <laughs> allegedly. Uh, <laughs> I got a kick out of this. Allegedly uh, advanced cleaning methods. I flew on American because I had a bunch of free ticket flights with them. And I noticed that my middle seats were booked too. And I was like, oh, no, I thought you guys don't book the middle seats. They're like, oh, no, we do now. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, not cool. That's whack. So, anywho, so that this, not too much about that, but I, I mean, I just I want people to get an idea of what they're getting into. If you decide to travel these days, um, if you decide to go to any of the AEW shows, just be prepared. You will wear a mask for several hours, um, mm-hmm. and like security was on it to the point where if I pulled my mask down to say something to Marcos or to repeat myself, the lady was like, "Hey, hey, you, hey, 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 hey." Don't make me come up there. Pull it up. And so they were on it the entire night. And again, this is a very long night. So we'll get into that. I We started, the show started at six and we were there till midnight. Uh, well, and one quick question about the mask thing. So I, I did notice on the show, there were people with like the actual, you know, covering over the nose. Mm-hmm. Were they also allowing like the protective shields at all? Or was it just like strictly like you needed a mask at all, you know? 100%. Uh, I didn't see any of the face shields. I think you okay. had to have a mask. Okay, um, that's good. Because the face like, shields are kind of like... They don't, don't really work. No, I mean, it's literally like it stops here, right? It stops at your chin so like it can just go whoop, like oh, under yeah. the shield maybe. So Anything could get Anything can get there. through. That's true. <clears throat> um, so yeah. Uh, what else did I see? Um, I didn't see face shields. I didn't see like bandanas. I don't think they were even allowing those. Like they were just like a strictly mask. Yeah, know? I think they allow like masks and the the gators, right? The things that go like a, a, over your head, up and over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which they say in which they say like are probably worse than not wearing a mask. Apparently, I don't know. Really? Wow. wow. That's what the internet tells us. So Jeez, take it with we, a grain of salt. We're learning every day. So one thing I saw: people on the plane are just people on the plane. They're not very smart, and they're not very like conscious of other people. So you still deal with that, like, as soon as the plane stops and as soon as you can take your seatbelt off, people just rush to the aisle. You know what I mean? It's like, come on, man. I cannot stand when people do that. Like, that's my <laughs> number one pet peeve of people. Like, we're all stuck here, bro. Like, what What are you trying to accomplish? Yeah, like, like you getting up right now is not going to help anybody right now. You're, you're uh, probably the same asshole that doesn't put their cart in, like, the their shopping cart in the cart receptacle in the parking lot. Like that's, <laughs> that's what I think you are. I mean, yeah, probably. I mean, that, it's 20, it's 2020, man. Just wait. Like, just, just be patient. Like we're all stuck on this plane. Like we're, nobody's moving before somebody else. If anything, the person in front of you is getting out first. So relax. Oh man. Anyway, Blaze asked, how is, how was OIA? I don't necessarily know what that was or that is, but please explain that acronym to me. Um, all right, so here we go. It's showtime. We get in. Uh, we see the – what do they pass start the, with? Pass the racist scanners. You pass get racist seat. scanners. I'll, all right. I'll say it. I'll say it. So you watch the show at home live, correct? Yes, sir. All right. 
So again, we're not going to go through every match, but I just want to get some early, like I'm going to mention the match. And if you remember a moment or something, I would love to hear it. So they start off with Joey Janela, Serpentico. Um, I honestly don't remember this match. Uh, I wasn't looking too much, but this one, this one was part of like the pre-show. And yeah. I think this is when uh, I just got to Derek's cause you know, he's part of my quote unquote quarantine crew. So like I only hang out with him and, and y'all and I know that y'all good. And uh, yeah, I went, I went over to his house. Well, rock was also there too, which is good. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we were there, we were drinking and I think we were just kind of chatting and I think we totally missed Janela and Serpentico. Like, I don't even remember it, dude. Oh, so I Orlando can't airport. Oh, I'm sorry. He said Orlando airport, Orlando airport code is MCO. You should know that. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Buster <laughs> lived there. And uh, I did not fly to Orlando. I went to Jacksonville. So I was at Jack's airport and um, it was empty, dude. Like I got there mad early. And, um, you know, from Phoenix, I, I flew out. Airport was pretty empty. And again, like, it's a mass mandate in every airport. So it's pretty quiet. It's pretty regular. Um, and, like, people have been distancing pretty well. So speaking of distancing, I get my ticket. I go to my seat. They give us two seats that are directly next to each other, like three and four in a row, right? And then we see Jabaley. Shout out to Alex Jabaley, who was also grabbing tickets at the same time. Um, so he's like, where am I? Where are you? And we like, compare our seat. He's three rows ahead of me and like on the aisle. Now I get to, we get to our seat three and four. Remember we walk up, someone is in one and two complete strangers. And I didn't really like that. I and don't, that's, that, that's supposed to be a no, no. They should not have done that. I don't like having somebody in one and two and then three and four. So apparently they did four seats in a row filled with people like four with nobody and then another four with people on every row i still don't like that there's no reason i should have to sit right next to a complete stranger yeah like that should not it should not happen so but and then they had these ropes along the other seats like you can't pull these down so me and marcos kind of like broke the ropes and moved them further and sat mm-hmm. down but i don't know why they had a ticket where they sold seats three and four and they also sold one and two they're completely different like, didn't yeah, like that. and I think the the whole um, rationale behind the the ticket sales were they said they were, they were going to sell them or offer them to groups, right? Mm-hmm. And like, if you that's why they were doing like group buys, you know, mm-hmm. for you know for groups of people, obviously. So the fact that they did something like that, yeah, that's definitely a little off putting for sure. Super sketchy. I you were definitely within your right to bring that up immediately. <sighs> yeah, I feel like they got to fix that, but. Mm-hmm. Apparently, this was the like one of the largest, if not the largest, probably like event crowd in Florida since this has happened. So, right. So they were like they were to their absolute maximum. So maybe they went a little over to give me my tickets. I don't know, but we'll see. I don't. I don't know exactly what happened. So I would love to bring it up with them. Uh, so we moved over ourselves. Oh yeah, we get there and we see merch. So there's a merch tent in the very front with all out merch. They got shirts up. Um, and they did a they did a really good job with merch. So you don't buy merch on site. You go and they show you in a website, awlivesmerch or something dot com. Do it oh, on your cool. Phone. You click it, you pay for it. That's why I was able to show you the link of what was there because that was the link they gave me. That's right. 
So they were like, hey, go here and then you'll get a text of when it's okay for you to come to this table and pick up your merch. So I bought merch in the beginning and they were like, come back at 7.30 to get your shirt, you know? And then I bought merch later and they were like, come back at nine to get your pen or whatever. So uh, I will say that was a good idea because it kept people from lining up and stacking up at the merch area. Mm-hmm. It's just, we had to look at a little like, you know, those sandwich boards or whatever that had, um, you know, the AEW website to go get merch. And they had That's that cool. in front of the merch table. So it wasn't awesome. bad. I thought that was actually a, a good idea. They've been doing a really good job with keeping things safe. Um, so I felt I felt pretty good. So we're walking up, then we see the merch, I mean, the food area. And the food is also the six foot distancing. You walk up, you want to get yourself an icy, you self-serve. Um, you go into the line. If you want hot food, you go walk around the complete other side. You can't was backtrack. It, you can't was walk it the backwards. same? D- was it the same deal though, where like you order on your phone or you would go? No, that part wasn't done that way, which I think uh, could have been and maybe sure. should have been. Um, mm-hmm. But that one, you walk up to a register and they had mm-hmm. pretty much like four people that register. So it, it moved pretty smoothly. Um, that's, that's I would have liked to see probably that same system with hot food because then you could order from your seat and then just walk up when it's ready. Yeah. And, don't have and I think in this day and age, they definitely have lots of time to perfect that method. You know, I, I think o- over time it should be a new normal. Hell, I mean, I think they should at this point even run it up to you to limit people just, you know, interacting in different areas. You know, I think the only thing that you should be able to do currently is maybe like get up, go to the bathroom, come back, you know, and enjoy the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, bathroom was also done pretty well. You walk in, there's a dude at the bathroom who's like, yo, stop. <laughs> like, ah! <laughs> the, the moment you walk in, he's like, yo, hang right here. All right. Uh, okay, go to stall number two. And oh, so he it. was a t- he was a toilet bouncer. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's <laughs> He's on the various hang back, bro. Bouncers, like, hey, you, hey, hey, one sec, you, one sec. You ain't on the list. <laughs> back off, son. You ain't, you ain't doing number two in my bathroom. You ain't on this list. <laughs> so they they were extra extra tight with security. Like they would not let us bunch up. And well, maybe it was just coincidence that the two times that I went to the bathroom. I went into like a um, like a handicap stall. They didn't have um, like urinals available, which oh. is great because yeah. urinals you're standing right next to people. Urinals yeah. were not an option. You had to go into a stall, and I think I got lucky because when I went into the stalls, there were um, uh, sinks Sin- in the you know sinks in the stall. Oh, you know cool. what I mean? You walked yeah. into the urinal rather and there was a toilet and a and a sink right there. Yeah. So I could wash my hands privately and then I That's come cool. Out, you That's know? cool. It, it was really cool. Like yeah. I don't know if they did that with all of them, but they they closed down urinals, which I thought was a great idea. Because in the airport, I saw people because there's no there's no bouncer in the airport bathrooms. So people just stand right next to each other to pee. And yeah. I'm like, oh come on, dude. Uh, so I think I was, maybe I was just in a handicapped stall or maybe, you know, cause like I went to the bathroom like twice while I was there and I got that same stall. So I'm not sure if that was just the handicapped stall. Uh, Sam Bruno just says private potty. <laughs> <laughs> good one. Good one. All right. Now, so, so this is where the bouncer needs to break out the, the red velvet rope. He's got to right? put let's, the red, red velvet. Let you in, let you yeah. out. Mark Quinn flying in, doing some crazy moves. <laughs> um, so, yeah, man, it was – I felt really good about the experience until I got to my seat and was like, yo, why why are there people right next to us? 
And yeah. luckily, we moved over and there was still an emptiness mm-hmm. b- b- between us. Did it affect your, um, your position to, the, you know, to actually watching the show in itself? Mm, you know, kind of. Because on the screen, the screen was, was like blocked a little bit from where I was sitting. So ah. there was like a camera hanging in the screen, like, like sure. almost like this. And like, I had to like, can't quite see. So it wasn't super bad, but it was, it wasn't great. And it was only one match where you had to watch the screen, which was the Swole and uh, Britt Baker match. Perfect segue. Hey, now let's go to that. So um, I was really excited about this. Uh, it got moved to the main show, which to me, <clears throat> Uh, maybe messed up the time a little bit and made this a longer show. I have no idea, but I thought it was a good thing. But then I saw people complaining like, oh man, be careful what you wish for. More people would have watched this match if it was on the pre-show because the pre-show was free. Uh, I don't know. What do you think, Theo? So this is kind of where I'm on two sides of the, I have like one foot here, one foot there because because it was a produced match, it would have done fantastic on a pre-show. Mm-hmm. right on a youtube platform because it was super produced so it's not like people were there they weren't doing like live crowd shots and stuff like that this is mm-hmm. something that literally anybody could have sat back and watched um the fact that they moved it onto the card it it, it, it could have made for a good cool down match um if it was positioned a little bit better on the card that's what i, I thought they were gonna do i thought they're yeah. gonna wind up making it a cool down match because if they started the pay-per-view with the um, with the Bucks and, uh, and you know, Lucha Express, that would have been a hot shot start for the show. Mm-hmm. And then the cool down could have been this match. Again, this is, you know, super armchair quarterbacking, mm-hmm. you know, 2020 vision. And it, if I was just booking it, I probably would have kept this one, the, the tooth and nail match on the pre-show, just because of the fact that it was a super produced show. Mm-hmm. The crowd was didn't need to be involved at all. It was on the rails, so, you know, I, I just felt like it could have been, you know, on the pre-show for sure. I, I actually, I agree with that. I think, you know, it's a great gesture to be like, yo, we care about women's wrestling enough to put it on the show. Yeah. But you also have to think, consider the, where it goes and how the production will happen on it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we skipped around a little bit, PB. There was also... A private party dark yeah. order match, which private That's party right. defeated dark order. Um, I this is uh, uh, I saw this wait, match. Hold I'll on. Say I that. gotta, I gotta <laughs> say, there were too many false finishes. <laughs> no, you can't freaking drop somebody on their head from off the freaking top rope and break their neck and then be like, just kidding, kick out, you know, too many. It's just like, I, I, I love wrestling so much. I just want a little bit of logic. Like, that's it. Just a little bit within the process of a match. Like, too many huge moves that didn't get the payoff. That was my only complaint. But, to, uh, that, to that point, and I'll tell you, mm-hmm. everybody put on your smarky fedoras. <laughs> um, the fact that they because this match was a huge spot show in my opinion and i fact I, the fact that they that you know they, that you said like you know they were doing all these big moves because they really needed to get their shit in on a pay-per-view like mm-hmm. uh unfortunately on a dark uh for dark order john silver alex reynolds they've been relegated to aew dark um which isn't a bad thing 
Um, and they have lots of screen time on BTE, but they haven't like had a decent winning streak. So I think they really needed to pull out some of their big moves just to kind of, you know, say, Hey, remember we can still wrestle. We can still, you know, you know, hang with the best of them. You know, yeah, we may not have the biggest win record, but they pulled off some crazy moves. Like I think the move that stuck out to me the most was when silver, you know, smaller guy did that power bomb uh, onto his partner's knees, which looked brutal, you know? Yeah. It looked, it looked looked super rough. And, but it was, it was fantastic. Um, The show resonated with me because it felt like they, you know, they were just getting their spots in uh, and, and just trying to shine where they could. So and I think so, I think this one was on the pre-show, no? Yeah, that was pre-show. Yeah. So the show so. starts with Rip Breaker and Brick Swole, which I thought was good. Swole took some serious bumps. Uh, the back bump on like the neck breaker or something on the ground was crazy. Uh, the forearm through the through the picture frame or whatever. The, the dirty dancing that movie. Is, yeah, the dirty dancing yeah. is so good. Love that move. Uh, so yeah, there were some good spots in it. Um, so moving up to Young Bucks versus Jurassic Express. Oh, wait, I, I hate to do this, but. Let's talk about the finish real quick where the, the Novocaine yeah. to the leg mm. and, you know, Reba or Rebel in the background, you stabbed her! You stabbed her! <laughs> I mean, if the shoe was on the other foot, right, you would have stabbed Swole. And, you know, but right. again, she was doing her best to sell the match, which I thought, which I thought was fantastic. But um, <laughs> once, once Baker's leg was asleep and, and she hit the dirty dancing, I thought it was great. But... What do you think of the submission finish using the nitrous oxide? Was it too was it too gimmicky because of the in the in the in the setting how that they were you, in? How are you too gimmicky <laughs> when you're in a dental office for a match? Like there's nothing uh, nothing's out of order at that point. I, I think it was it was par for the course. I mean, the match, the the gimmick, the entire premise was going to be a little silly. So I'd like to see them actually get a real match in at some point mm-hmm. and just in the ring and let them go at it. But this was, this was silly and fun. I thought so. I, you know, they worked with what they had and, uh, and I think that was the way to do it. I'll, I'll say this. I enjoyed the match for what it was because I think we tend to set the bars pretty high for produced segments, right? Mm-hmm. You know, based yeah. on what, maybe what we've seen with at the WWE. But I thought this was fun. It was great. I yeah, liked it, it a fun. lot. Yeah. I, I, and again, this could have been a great cool down match on the main card, uh, in my opinion. Agreed. Yeah, good, good, good. Uh, Young Bucks Jurassic Express, more of the same Ooh, for me. But it was super hot action, but uh, too many of these near death maneuvers that should oh, kill man. Jungle Boy. Like, I'm just saying, I love Jungle Boy, but yo, like, he should not kick out of pretty much anything. Like, he should get saved maybe on every pin. Uh, but, that, that to me, the near falls, the false finishes to me, just like they they take me out of it sometimes. That's yeah. all I can say. But but this well, match was phenomenal, though. Yeah, this match from start to finish had uh, had me on the edge of my seat. And I think um, we said it in the beginning when we were you know with Cap and or I said this in the beginning when I was Cap. We we said this is probably going to be like a PWG pay per view, you know, because we thought people are going to do all their big moves and it's going to be a big spot fest. Mm-hmm. And that's why I honestly thought the young bucks, Jurassic express match was going to be the opener. Cause it, it got everybody's stuff in and a mm-hmm. bunch of power moves. 
you're right. Jungle Boy did kick out a lot, but man, it really did bolster him as a competitor. Yeah. You know, Jungle I mean, Boy at this point could be taken seriously and, uh, and stuff like that. So Young Bucks defeat Jurassic Express with a BTE trigger. And um, I feel like trigger. it was uh, great action. I really enjoyed that one. All right, the Casino Battle Royale. Now, let me just be a little honest. I was a little – it was hard to keep up with it. Like, well, I don't really come, understand the rules of the Battle Royale. Yeah, and they come out in groups. The tag team in come suits. out together. The, yeah, that part was, was crazy. So let's just get to some highlights. One, the Joker card being Matt Seidel. What were your thoughts? I thought he was with Impact. Like, I didn't – I don't know what he was doing over here. I, I'm a big fan of, of Seidel, but I didn't think he was going to be slated on the show. He was kind of like a left field. Like, I wouldn't have definitely predicted it. But he came to such such grandioso introduction, and then to fall on his back dangerously by botching the, the shooting star press Ooh. move. Talk about I'm, grand, I'm glad he's okay. Grand opening. Grand opening, grand closing. Grand closing, guy yeah. comes in. Everybody's excited. Maybe the, you know those ropes are slippery. There's humidity. There's sweat, there's, and there's like, all that perspiration. Out and there, man, Bob. he almost bit it. Like that was almost really bad. So that was to me where I was kind of like, just kind of on the edge of my seat. Like, oh my gosh, is he okay for the rest of that 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 moment? But uh, next uh, thing I want to talk about is Brian Cage putting a body bag full of thumbtacks. <laughs> Uh, over Darby Allen, putting him inside of it, and then throwing it over the top rope <laughs> onto the entrance ramp. That looked nuts as well. Like, I, it was because I guess he kind of got, maybe he hit the rope on the way over, and like, uh, he took a rough landing. Darby Allen's bumps are too much for me. <laughs> it's too much, man. I'm a legit afraid for that boy. <laughs> right. It's like, yo, you're young, man. Like That boy ain't right. Come on, man. You're still young. You got a lot of potential. You got a lot of years. This this kamikaze stuff, man, it's we're in a different time now. Like this is not the attitude era. You don't have anything to prove. Uh his his bumps are a little too crazy. So me, I'm watching this mo- most of this pay-per-view like a like a concerned parent. I'm like, oh my gosh, look at don't hurt my boy. Oh, oh come. Oh God, stop that man. Stop doing that to him. You know, like I can't even get into the action because I'm so worried about these guys. <laughs> like, so my pick actually won this. I don't know. Who was your pick? Uh my pick was gonna be um Brian Cage okay. for the longest part for the longest part because you know he's he's been bigged up so much but has come to kind of you know, he's kind of stagnant right now, you mm-hmm. know, but I think he and, and Archer are viable contestants, you know, to, to try to go for that title currently. Um, mm-hmm. the, my, my feelings on the casino battle Royale is I felt like everybody was just trying to get their spots in because they were on a pay-per-view like the body bag thing. probably shouldn't have happened. Uh, the whole, you know, everybody doing like their super moves. I, I get it, you know, but at the same time, this could, should have been just been like a, a cool battle royal with a couple spots. I would have saved that body bag with thumbtacks for a pay-per-view show or like just a regular one-on-one show. Yeah, they um, could have pulled that out in his next like singles match maybe. Yeah, like I probably could have done without it. But to your point, it was still – and then, you know, Jake Roberts using like the snake in the bag, right? Like mm-hmm. he was just holding this bag with – which 
could have been sausages. No one knows. <laughs> we don't even know. No, it, there was no, you know, showing of a snake. No. And Eddie, Eddie Kingston could have been afraid of a bag of, of sausages. A bunch of pool noodles. <laughs> yeah, who, who knows? But because we never saw it. And you know what? Shout outs to, um, to Jake Roberts looking kind of hype beast in his whole, his whole drip. Yeah, you know he, was, so. he was kind of fly. He had the, he had the drip going. Um, I always love seeing Jake out there. Um, so any with Lance Archer winning, we, we get to see more Jake. So I'm happy about that. Yeah. Um, Bears said it was a slinky in the back. <laughs> Slinky's coming to get you. Slink, slinky dog. Um, yeah. Blaze said he thought the Joker would have, or no, the winner would have been Starks. I thought Starks was going to have a good showing and he like kind of didn't at all. Again, um, like he's been, he's been relegated to the enhancement guy. Um, Hobbs had a really good showing. The the the, the oh, big yeah. black guy, Hobbs. Yeah. yeah, I like that. He guy. had a great showing. I felt like if and this was just me, I would have liked to see Hobbs with Taz's group. You have you have you have Hobbs, mm. Cage, and, and then you have Starks. I think that'd be like a legit good, great trio, right there. That would be legit. One of uh, I think Marcos won it. He picked Eddie Kingston. Um, I picked Archer. Someone else said Cage. So um, I said cage. Yeah. And uh, for the Joker, we were, I thought we would get Miro. I was, I was thinking like, maybe, <laughs> yeah. I was like, maybe <laughs> he had said earlier that day, like he won't be streaming on Twitch. He was like, Oh, sorry. No Miro Twitch today. I was like, aha. Ah. But nope, we were foiled again. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm happy for Matt Seidel. Uh, you know, he just got to put this behind him and I'm glad he's okay. Yeah. Uh, Cause that looked that looked pretty painful because his foot caught a rope, which I thought might have um, hurt his landing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but who knows? I mean, he took it pretty well. He's a he's a seasoned pro, so he he definitely knows what he's doing. Oh yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so here we go. Matt Hardy, Sammy Guevara, broken rules match. Um, now I'm sitting kind of at a an angle, not the not the highest, but I'm in the middle seating area, and yeah. right behind us is a railing, and you can look out the railing and see the um, TIA bank field where the Jaguars play, you can look out over that right. railing. So a lot of kids started running up to the top to, to watch the start of that match. And you can see like cameramen running around and just trying to keep up. So we couldn't see any of the spots. Um, I thought, I, I thought it was cool. That was a little cute to start with the callback with the cart, you know, bringing back that stuff. Um, this match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we talked about it. <laughs> this match didn't need to happen. This is like a cursed feud, dude. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. Like, this feud is cursed. <laughs> like, uh, Matt well, has been getting hurt, like, every time. And, and like, uh, I don't know, man. I think you said it perfectly last night where you said this match uh, kind of took the, the air out of the the entire show. Um it maybe, really like, maybe be- I got into old old mom mode, and I was just like, yeah. "Yo, he's not okay. Why are we still, you know, doing this?" Now, at the time, obviously, you didn't hear the commentary, right? Right, because you're watching it there. But the I feel like the commentary team did the best they could with what they had, and Jr. even said, "You know, this is pro wrestling." And he said, it ain't, it ain't ballet, you know? Yeah. Well, but, but, but no, he actually brought up the fact that he was very concerned for his well-being. He said like, at this point, we just should stop the match. It doesn't seem like he can carry on. Like they did everything to legit, you know, try to 
I guess, bring care and concern to the whole, um, to the whole issue. And then when they got the word that Doc Samson cleared him immediately uh, to, to, to kind of proceed forward, JR even said it like, it's not worth it. Like it wasn't worth it. Like this, Mm -hmm. this, uh, you know, this is, you know, Matt is a Matt, a father of three, you know, he shouldn't, he shouldn't have to move, move forward with the match, et cetera, Mm -hmm. et cetera. So I think JR, I mean, let's be honest. JR is very 50, 50 on the commentary nowadays. He says some pretty. Yeah. He kind of, right. Mm -hmm. But I really paid attention to his commentary here because he had a genuine concern for uh, for Matt Hardy, as we all did. Mm-hmm. Uh, to give you my experience, I was next to Rock Knowledge drinking and watching this match, and as soon as we saw it, we all did the whole, like, like ooh, like we all puckered up and mm-hmm. clenched when we saw that. You know, it was it was not a good look, man. And, you know, when you saw Matt Hardy kind of sh- – shake it off and stumble mm. through everything we were just like no 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 like throw up those x's doesn't need to happen just you know yeah we saw so i had a couple people next to me being like to the point where they were like is this a work and i was like no there's just no way like he couldn't stand like he was he was out for a moment i you said know? it i said it last night when we were uh, on their way home it reminded me of when his brother Jeff fought Sting in, in mm. TNA mm. when he was like drunk AF, oh, like he was just like stumbling about, right? And they they just kind of went immediately to like the the whole the whole Raptors to do the the ending spot, which I you thought said that it, was scary too. I was yeah, just like, you said a great point last night. He said, yeah, like I was just thinking, like, dude, like. He could have blacked out in the climbing up, you know, like anything could have happened. He could have fallen on his head then. Then what? You know what I mean? For what? Like for a very minor storyline moment. For, yeah, for for, for, what? A, for a punch to the forehead and then for Sammy to fall flat, uh, you know, on a It was not worth spot. it. This is not the main event. This is not mm-hmm. the world title. This is not uh, – no, it's just not worth it in any circumstance, but especially yeah. not for this. So – I don't know, man. We the what, what we know about concussion protocol, like it's everyone in there. Like, there's no excuse. If Matt Hardy, a dude who got concussed, concussed, and, and, says, "Oh, and the I'm whole fine. thing, good, let me go." No, that's not. And good. the thing was, I think the 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 logic was they were like, "Oh, it's just a stinger." Mm. Like he got a stinger. Nah. Like <laughs> no, like we're not in the day, and we're not living in the in the age of oh, he's got a stinger. He's got to like shake it off or pump some blood back into his brain somehow like no it just shouldn't have happened um i think you know i i booked this with rose colored glasses last night saying like they could have just stopped the match and they could have picked it back up and they should have said like you know in order for matt hardy to legitimately uh defend himself he needed to be of sound mind and body the fact that he wasn't means this match was, you know, um, a draw or what do they call it? Um, inconclusive or. Yeah. Like a did not finish or something like yeah, that. They can... There's a, there's a technical word for it when they, when they both don't, you know, or they, yeah, they could have no, 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 con- no contest. Yeah. yeah thank you. Thank, thank you, PB. Appreciate that. Yeah. No contest. And they could have picked it back up one more time. Uh, and maybe instead of a broken rules match, they could have done like a, you know, like just a, like a no rules match, but in the ring, 
you know. Yeah. So this like took not only took you guys out of it, but the live crowd, like obviously watching on Twitter and everybody's like, oh, the crowd's not hype. They're not doing anything. That match, I think, took took us all a little out of it. So and it's a shame because the next match was was phenomenal. And that's uh Hikaru Shida versus Thunder Rosa. Um, this was a phenomenal match. They did everything I thought they would do. Great old school style match, except I gotta be honest. I kind of thought Thunder Rosa was going over. So it felt that way. It I definitely like, felt that what? way. Like I was completely shocked. I was like, there's no way. And I'm, I'm just thinking beyond, I don't know, too smarky for my own good here. I was just like, there's no way Billy Corgan would, uh, would allow himself or allow his wrestler to come and bring his belt to another organization just to get punked out, you know? Well, I think I think Corgan kind of owed it to AEW, right? Because we talked about how Aldis defended his title against Cody at an AEW show, and Cody get you know uh, Cody won, right? I mean, well, no, the uh, he won the the original match, but he lost the rematch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And so the fact that I think he, you know, Thunder Rosa was probably kind of like I don't know, maybe evening the odds with NWA. That's again, that's super fedoras on everybody uh you know really thinking about but you know i think rosa for her to be relegated onto this you know main event stage i mean let's not take any heat away from nwa but they don't have a weekly show syndicated on television Mm -hmm. uh you know um but you know thunder rosa to be the nwa world's women's champion and to, to go up against the AEW champion this was the perfect match for both of these women because it showed that they can both go, that they're both wrestlers and, you know, purists. It was a great, it was a great show. And the fact that it wasn't, it wasn't 100% smooth. Cause I read on Twitter, like it was kind of like, I don't know. They said it just wasn't smooth. I think mm-hmm. when matches aren't smooth, it gives you more realism behind it. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's not a choreographed, it's not a whole choreographed match. Like when it's a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, People called it bocce, right? I didn't think it was. I mean, did I. considering what we saw throughout this night, or at least the first few matches, I thought this was much smoother than than what I'd seen. Yeah, and uh, I thought it was very solid, man. I don't this know. Was, this was definitely one of my favorite matches of of the card. Yeah, sure. but I I thought Rosa was going to take it home, but she controlled. I think the majority of the match, and that was probably mm-hmm. the. That's why I I thought that. Uh, yeah. So great match. If you haven't seen it. Go back and check it out. Uh, I I really love to see it. It's probably two of the best women wrestling right now. So check it out. One hundred percent. Dark Order versus Scorpio Sky, Matt Cardona, and the Natural Nightmares. Um, I gotta be honest. I went to get food. I didn't see what happened here, <laughs> but um, <laughs> I was waiting in a hot dog line. But I caught the end where like you know Brody Lee was really mad at at, at Cole Cabana, and I'm yeah, because like, he set him up. He's like, I set you up. And Cabana went for the uh, for the moonsault or the somersault, yeah, moonsault. Oh, oh, but he missed it or something. He missed it, and, and that's he, why he was mad. And then, uh, you know, uh, I think it was Cardona used the, his secret WWE move and rolled that motherfucker up. <laughs> you know, the roll up of doom. Mm-hmm. Man, Rody Lee so mad at everybody. But I thought was what was interesting is that Evil Uno, the one person who probably gets the majority of the heat from Brody Lee. Was was sympathetic to Colt and helped him up, you know. So I thought that was interesting. I uh, I don't know. I like to see a little more with that. Like, what's going to happen next? I don't know. 
And this is this is again, I give it up to AEW for the storytelling because like this whole this whole match just kind of went, you know, it kind of furthered along the narrative of Cabana and the Dark Order. Mm-hmm. You know? So right now the Dark Order is kind of like this multifaceted story engine where they have these different branches of the Dark Order feeding these different storylines, which which I frankly I, I, I definitely enjoy. Um you know, and do you watch BTE uh, often, Raheem? No, I don't. Well, you know, I, I think if you, if anybody uh, uh, watches it, I think, it, you know, when you watch BTE, I just think it just further enhances the, the storytelling. So, okay. you know, it kind of goes hand in hand with that. But yeah, I thought it was a great show. Um, shout out to QT Marshall, dude. That guy can wrestle, bro. Mm-hmm. QT can wrestle. He can go. I like him. He can, he can go. Like, that's without a doubt. Uh, the fact that Scorpio and Cardona were here, I get it. Like they wanted to put him somewhere on the card, right? Yeah. But I just, I still want Scorp to be, you know, on his own or yeah. not even on his own. Even he could still hang with SCU, of course. But I kind of want Scorp to, to kind of, I don't know, def- what's that word? Defect. I want yeah. him to be his own guy. I would like to see him solo. I would. I hopefully yeah. they have plans for him doing that. I just realized. You know, with this show being so long and all this stuff, a couple people were saying afterwards, we were talking like, well, All Out is their WrestleMania, is it not? Like, is it sort of, would you say that? Is it, is it isn't, WrestleMania? Isn't, isn't All In their WrestleMania? Uh, I guess All In would be their WrestleMania. So there's All In, All Out, Revolution, and what's the other uh, one? Full Gear. Full Gear. Uh, <laughs> blood and guts didn't come out right. No, they blood didn't, and guts blood and didn't happen. Uh, fight for the fallen is that a every year thing? Yeah, fight for the fallen has been and uh, bash the beach. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So I thought all out was like I was like, oh, this is why you know we getting all these like eight man oh, yeah. tags and Dragon Master said double or nothing. Yep, that's another one. Yeah, sure. yeah. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. So there's so many that like I I thought all out was there their mania and that would you know that would make sense now why everybody's on the card and it's a six-hour show but anyway uh so next we got the AEW world tag team championship kenny omega adam page ftr now ftr this i thought would be the match of the night and it really didn't disappoint um it was a great match these guys got it on i thought i saw a great thing but the story i was like you know what to me there was no doubt in my mind FTR was winning this match. And I think that was probably most people's, you know, thought. It's like, if FTR, I was like, if you didn't come here to AEW to win this match, then what did you come here for? Like, this, yeah. this was the reason. To, to, to drink be, beers with Hangman. Yeah, and then to eventually lead to a Young Bucks match. Like, this has to happen. So, uh, not so much the action, which I thought the action was great, uh, but I want to talk about the post match action where uh kenny omega picks up what looks like a tv tray yeah <laughs> for some reason like, yeah a tv dinner tray yeah you know like <laughs> like what okay. is that doing by the ring i don't know uh so like he was about to hit him or something uh to me it didn't really make a lot of sense i mean i know that you know kenny's been teasing the the turn but like in match you know a match like etiquette or kayfabe omega made the mistake Right? Like, did he not, did he hit him? He hit, like, hit Paige by accident? Um, I mean, he made the mistake. So it's like, why are you mad? You know? Uh-huh. Well, 
I think it's because you know I, I the um, the whole story goes is Adam and Kenny had great chemistry. FTR comes into the mix. Now their chemistry is nowhere. Right. And therefore they're hitting each other. They're, uh, they're, they're not, you know, um, they're not, they're not, they don't have synergy. Um, you know, like dragon master said in the chat, I honestly thought hangman was going to turn also, but ended up kind of falling flat. I I was, I got to say, yeah, the ending, I couldn't hear what was said. So I had to watch it again later, but then I kind of got it. I think Kenny said something about like we need to have a clean sweep or something like that. Or well, and he was just saying like I'm done. Like like the camera purposely followed him backstage when mm-hmm. he met with the Bucks, and he was just ranting about like how he was just done with with Hangman, um, and you know he's just done with you know with this in general. And that's where BTE has been kind of you know mm-hmm. like planting the, the seeds. So the, yeah, they've been filling in the blanks. And yeah, um, with, with the return of the cleaner. So here's what I think's going to wind up happening. Tell me if I'm crazy. Please tell me if I'm completely Ooh, I, I like these. Everybody, Smarky Fedora's on. Let's have some fantasy booking here. All right. Here's what I think. All right. Lay it on me. All right. Kenny walks out. Young Bucks are like, no, no, no. So here's what happened. He comes back as the cleaner. And him and the, and the Bucks turn. And uh, therefore, FTR, which kind of respects Hangman, he become, he gets down with the team, which means Tully Blanchard would have how many guys? Quattro. Mm. Mm. New four horsemen coming soon. That's my, that's my prediction. So you have Sean Spears, mm-hmm. Hangman, and you have FTR. Yep. Right. That's the full four horsemen there. I get it. We got, well, I mean, you don't have a Ric Flair in there, but you definitely have an Arn and Tully. Yeah. Or, or even an Arn and Ole. Uh, so you, you got a Barry Windham in, in the Cowboy. And okay. uh, and I don't know. What, so about Sean, is, Sean is Mongo? Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, Blaze know what it is. Maybe. He knows what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, maybe. <laughs> we have no, we have no Ric Flair. So one of those guys has got to get the boot. It'll probably be Sean Spears, and we need somebody who's like a legit solo threat uh, on top of that. But or or Hangman takes the Flair role, you know, and just he steps like, into just, it. Yeah, it just becomes like the well, and see, this is where I thought. I, this is where I kind of thought there would be one more match between Cody and Sean, right? I kind of would like mm-hmm. Cody to to take place with Sean Spears, but if that happens, where's Sean gonna go, right? Like, he's got to get kicked out. He's got to get stomped <laughs> out. I mean, that's yeah. just the move. He's got to get stomped out, and then Cody or something. I mean, that would be cool. But Cody would like be the nightmare like if, family. Yeah, I don't know. And that's kind of where, if I could pick my four, it would be Cody, Hangman, FTR. That's what I would want. But if you have, like, mm. kind of Sean, Hangman, and FTR. That's not sorry. that strong. It's not. It doesn't look too too good. No, we have, again, Sean Spears would be Mongo. But then we point. need the but the elite, if the elite are the, are the bad guys now, they would need another guy, you know, to, to compete or to have a, you know. Four, four. Miro! <laughs> yeah, Miro! <laughs> okay. So, also, here's my other um, – related thing i don't know when it came up on the show but uh, they did a, a little kip sabian uh like backstage vignette 
you, you saw that, right? Yeah. The interview or whatever he's talking. To. He he made a couple of announcements. <laughs> um, one was like they took a little super, shot at the super WWE. smarky. They took a little shot at WWE with the Twitch thing, which um, I wanted to talk a little bit about in public. I've talked about it with you guys in group chats and things, and I haven't said a whole lot about it. But I mean, I'm sure you've all have heard. There's, and again, consider your source with all this stuff. We have never seen an official WWE letterhead. We have never heard from Vince McMahon or Triple H's mouth that this is what it is. So take it for what it is. But uh, but uh, uh, an edict has come down from the mountain that uh, these these guys have girls have thirty days to get rid of all third party uh, stuff that they do, like Twitch, like uh, you know um, cameos, like whatever they're doing. And then they started this weird rumor that it was Lana's fault because Lana has been pushing an energy drink. Yeah, the bang, the bang energy drinks. Yeah. With yeah, these, like with these really it was, like it was like a backdoor in, endorsement deal. Like with these really like kind of provocative ads, you know. Um, but I don't. She said it wasn't her. She's like, oh, the, that person knows who they are, you know. So it wasn't her that caused this. But that's been the rumor, and you know, rumors you just never know, man. People are just picking up stuff. So my thought as a Twitch streamer is like, and a guy who knows several, you know, wrestlers who are gamers and Twitch streamers, that's BS. Like yeah. that, that part is complete bull. Like these guys are doing what they can to build a name for themselves. And let's not forget the magic two words. They're independent contractors. They're not the fa- employees. Exactly. That's 100%. I, I think in our conversations with Xavier Woods, you know, it, it was always the fact that he, he always wanted to build something that he could always fall back on when uh, wrestling is done. Cause wrestling is not forever, you know, yeah. uh, you know, especially the toll that they're putting through their bodies. And, you know, he's not wrestling now. I think he did a comeback or he was supposed to make a comeback last Friday, um, you know, with his Achilles. I mean, he's got to do something to keep relevancy, you know, where he can, you know, that's why, you yeah. know, the fact ultimately, that ultimately, and let's not forget that ultimately it brings eyes back onto the product, you know, exactly. Like, it brings gamers in who aren't wrestling fans. Like it, it's both ways with this and like there's, I don't see there's how they it's mutually that. beneficial it's so mutually beneficial the fact that the wwe can't is so controlling over their independent contractors that they needed to make these edicts these you know these purple uh these essentially these um what would you call them ultimatums you know yeah it, it's, well it's, it's garbage so let's talk about one in particular page now I don't know if you guys watch Paige's streams. Paige is like top 25. What does she play? I've only seen her just talking. <laughs> I haven't seen her play anything. Oh, okay. Okay. I don't know. Like, I'm not, I don't know what she plays. I'm not like a, a subscriber. Um, but like, she does subscriber only chat, but she like Zoom calls in friends. Her and Zelina are always like working together on stuff. Like, she's super like high with the engagement with fans. Oh, and that's she good. gives them a lot of access. That's so cool. I think she just chats. She just talks and she's just hilarious. So <clears throat> it's super entertaining. And she does all these giveaways like, oh, I'll give you a free poster if you, if five of you, you know, sign up or, you know, give me five uh, gift subs and I'll send you a signed poster. And like, she's top 25 Twitch streamers in the world right now. In the world, Craig. In the world. So uh, when this all went down, she tweeted, nope. And um, not and, happening. And she changed her Twitch name to official Soraya official, 
So she's using her real name. Yeah. Um, not, no more no more gimmicks, no, pal. No real page, WWE, none of that. I, I think she's willing to let it all go if it comes down to it. Like, she's probably making just as much, if not more, on Twitch than she is from WWE. So just, just like this channel. We're making all that money. All that money. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but if you do want to help us make all that money, you can go to patreon.com slash Podcast. Yeah. Definitely subscribe uh, on patreon.com. You can also visit megaran.com for all the merch, bandcamps.com uh, slash megaran. Uh, yeah. And then tell your homeboy, homeboys and homegirls about uh, Twitch. It's definitely the platform to be. Yes, right. So uh, thanks. I've been trying something new today. Decided to go with a, a live live action Matt Mania. Uh, I'll still be doing Monday Night Rand later on tonight, where I'll be playing wrestling themes. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, keep stay tuned in. The network is popping. All right. So we got a couple comments. Blaze said they'll probably end up scheduling slots on the official WWE Twitch the way that they control their podcast. Um, I don't know. Like again, why if I Oh, speaking of gift subs, look at bears coming through. Thank you so much. Appreciate you with the gift subs. Bye-bye. My little, my little oso, my little osito. Want to hug you right now? Oh, all <laughs> right. So here's what's up. Here's what you got to think about. If I'm Paige Soraya, who's making almost sixty grand, Paige here from Twitch. If WWE says, "Yo, all right, I'm just thinking, we're gonna make the WWE Twitch." Come on, pal. We're Everybody's live. Paige. We'll be together. So we'll say, okay, Paige brings from noon to two. And then uh, Claudio, 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 Claudio's Cafe, three to four. And then uh, whoever after that. And then they Mike, all Mike Rome in a freaking pot. And then they're going to split it. Who would want to be down with that? Who would want to be down with that? No. When, I mean, is you're, Paige going to bring her 25,000 subs over there? No. Like, there's no way. That makes no sense. Yeah. You, you, you essentially turn WWE into, like, I don't know, what, Russia? Where they're just, like, <laughs> throwing them all together and everybody's, you know, mutually benefiting from that. Some people, honestly, just, you know, may watch Paige either for the captivating conversation or her captivating beauty. But mm-hmm. the, the same could be said about, you know, Claudio. He's a beautiful person. Um, yeah. You know, it's... The fact that they, but the thing is, they they're all they all do it on their own merit. Mm-hmm. That's why, like, like one of my favorite things to watch is when, uh, like, for example, AJ Styles he does retro styles where he plays like retro games. I love that, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but I'd rather watch that than Paige, right? And again, right. it's personal preference, so I'd rather give my preference. sub. Yeah, I'd want to give my sub to AJ, you know. Yeah. So I, I just don't think that everybody's going to want to do this. Speaking of AJ, the rumor is because AJ mentioned that he got COVID or he had a positive COVID test on a stream. So again, live TV, live stuff without, you know, without a writer behind them or a, a WWE rep in the room to be yeah. like, oh, 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 you know, yeah. like somebody to cut the fee when stuff gets crazy or a 10 second delay. There's none of that. It's just live. Like, uh, JR used to say, we're live as hell, you know, like, so it's live, it's basically live TV, like anything can happen or said during that time, so that's a lack of control, like they don't have that control, so. Well, and it brings up the argument too now, Raheem, does the WWE just not trust their talent, you know, to to, to run, to be flag bearers? (laughs) Exactly it. Right? It's not there. 
versus, you know, that's why AEW explicitly, illicitly with intent through the stupid, you know, text message over uh, Kip Sabian's promo. This message in- has been endorsed by AEW. That was it was cool. it was very backhanded, but it's current. And again, it shows the support that this company has to their talent. But let's be real for a moment. Okay. And I, I've talked about it and I've had friends talk about it too. How much would AEW change the game if they just announced a union? Or if they just announced healthcare? You know what I'm saying? Like if they were just like, like that, you know what? that would be the place to be. Come like, here. We got you. Free healthcare, like that would just blow everything away, like one hundred percent. So if you really about it, like you know the way, you know, like why does your rest? Why do you? Why does your talent have to have a second job when they're you know spending all the time breaking their neck for you in the ring? Why do they also have to spend three four hours chatting with people and doing you know, cameos and shout outs? Like. Maybe they want to, you know, Big E is amazing at Cameo and yeah. super entertaining and has a blast doing it. But like some guys have to, to supplement, you know, income. So think about it. Like what, how that would change the game. If you really, really about it, don't be like, oh, it's okay for you to go work, take another job. No, sure. I'm going to give you health care. I'm going to yeah. hook you up. You know what I mean? Yeah. That would be a real big move. Yeah. You know, like this um, is your salary, you're paying for health care. This is your 401k fund, right? Like do everything that wrestling doesn't do. And AEW is on the right track per se, but you're right. That would definitely be like the, the, the black hole bomb to, (laughs) to, to end all in regards to the wrestling world. If they did that, you know, I think that'd be like, it would change the game. Like somebody has to be the example, you know, and uh, I say, why not them? Uh, so AJ's son said on the, on the Twitch that he doesn't watch WWE. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> so they were like, okay, it's out of control over there. Damn no, it. I watch, I just watched New Japan, dad. I miss <laughs> Uncle, Ta- Uncle Tama. If Alexa Bliss wants to charge $500 for people to ask her out in cameos, she should be <laughs> Yo, I, I mean, saw yeah. that. I saw that tweet about yeah. how she, she just rejected somebody straight up. I'm like. Dog, you literally shot yourself in the foot. <laughs> like, you are an idiot. <laughs> Goodbye, money. Goodbye. Like, you should be able to do that. Absolutely. Um, good point. Someone said that AJ is the only wrestler that talks about wrestling. Not quite. Miro does, too. Um, he answers yeah. everybody's question. He talks about... Uh, I will say, wrestling. when it comes to AJ's channel, though, like he definitely talks about more, you know, more of the Japanese stuff, more like the historical mm-hmm. stuff. So that's why I definitely like that that channel for sure but you can control what you what you're going to get you know from yeah. from audiences you know just be like look we're not talking wrestling I'm, I'm relaxing i'm having fun and let's just talk about other things uh adam cole's great great example of that he plays games has fun mike rome same thing just playing mm-hmm. games having fun and not a whole lot of you know like inside inside baseball going on all right so i don't know why i stopped that oh i stopped it because that was where that skit happened about That's where uh, that promo oh. came in. <clears throat> and then I was about to throw out another secret big time, maybe scoop, maybe complete shot in the dark. That's totally. Okay. Kip Sabian said best man, right? He's going to announce his best man. He's getting married, right? I don't know if that's real or whatever. They're going to announce it on Dynamite. Marriage in the ring. 
No, they just said that they're gonna. There's gonna be either a match for it, <laughs> what? Or something. There could a be match. a match for it. Okay, so here's here's a just from me listening to what he said. He said, "The person that I'm gonna have as my best man is the best man." Mm. Who do you think is the best in the world? The best in the world, you say? Mm. <laughs> well, I'll give you two hints. Chicago made. CM Punk is the best man. <laughs> Boom. You got it. <laughs> no, it's, it's not. It's not. Well, you already know my stance on CM Punk. <laughs> Blaze, Blaze know what it is. <laughs> I'm like, ah. <laughs> Blaze was like, man. <laughs> All right. So it's not happening. It's not. But, but it'd be great. It'd be great. The fact that Bla- uh, the fact that CM Punk, however, has toted the uh, the other side of the line with you know, WWE, you know, being, um, you know, again, back to this whole thing, right, where they're not allowing their, you know, their their talent to do stuff. He's done the latter. He says, like, yeah, they should be able to do Cameo, Twitch, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, yeah, you know what? There should be an- – there's another place where everybody can work. I think he put out a smarky-ass tweet that in the, uh, in the beginning of his tweet spelled out AEW, and that could be super smarky, you know, <laughs> Wow. looking at it but i think uh cm punk has been a very big ad- advocate about talent doing what they can do what they want to do outside of wrestling Man. and you know being being an advocate for you know people wanting to continuously you know enhance themselves and better themselves and do what they can outside of professional wrestling i think right. he knows i think he knows it more than anybody yeah i don't think it'll happen but you know it's it's cool to think about also here's another thing kips twitch is, um, I don't know if you've ever been on Kip Sabian's Twitch. Him and another wrestler are on the same Twitch team, like same streaming team. Oh. Miro! Hey! So, Gorgeous that's, Miro. That's my second guess. Uh, he does talk about him a lot. They're, I don't know if they're friends, but he mentions them on his Twitch. They're on the same stream team. So, you know. Maybe. Everybody's smarky fedora <laughs> vibrating. I hate uh, to, yeah, I hate to fantasy book it, you know, so it's just, it's just some thoughts I threw out. And then, you know it. what? I love fantasy booking, though. It's just like, it's just fun to do. Mm-hmm. I, and I can appreciate that. So thank you. I think best man is Miro. Best man should be Miro. I would love to see that. All right. So we got two more matches <clears throat> Mimosa Mayhem. Yes. Le Champion. Uh, Versus uh, Orange Cassidy. Now, I, I love this match, man. I don't care who you are. I love this match. <laughs> I, I, I thought it was fun. Yeah, it Jericho, was fun. I want to talk about Jericho's promo where he completely lifted the curtain, completely just told you what it was. Like, for 14 weeks, I've been feuding with this guy, and I've elevated him to main event status. I've yes. Like, just give it to us. Just give it to us straight. Like, this made my fedora pop. Was like, I was like, ooh, he's right. Um, absolutely, 100%. He has made Orange Cassidy a star. And that's what he's there for. So win or lose, I knew Orange Cassidy is a star. He's going on the big things. But I did think, yeah, he's going to win this. 100%. But I thought he'd win it on like a fluke, not like a straight-up win. And this was a straight-up win. Yeah, he I thought it'd be like, got dumped. Yeah, I thought it'd be like Jericho would slip, like trying to do a move or inner circle would distract him. Something 
where like some some technicality where he could he could complain about later, but like yeah. a straight up what Superman punch <laughs> off the freaking rope and like he goes in. So like, uh, yeah, I mean this is this is what I expected, and it was very entertaining. What do you think? One hundred percent agree. I think the rocket is was strapped on to, to Orange Cassidy at the greatest time. Even though he's part of, you know, the, the best friends crew, like he's just a standout. His merch consistently sales. He is uh he, he's one of those, you know, the, the types of people who who does his gimmick super well. The commentary team does also a, a great job, you know, because he's an anomaly to like the old timers like JR mm-hmm. and Shivani. But that's where Excalibur provides that that clarity right mm-hmm. and and provides you know what what orange cassidy is and is all about you know i think it's fantastic that the 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 veil was lifted and you know we kind of came to a close of the the mimosa mayhem match this was a fantastic match i love this it was actually again one of my other favorite matches of this pay-per-view um and yeah man it legit had what we all yearn for a clean finish yeah like uh, like give us clean finishes give us everything you know we appreciate these don't question our intelligence because you know the demo god knows who he's catering to you know 18 to 35 year old smarky mark ass guys like us (laughs) so that's why i i appreciate that my intelligence was taken into consideration and i appreciate the fact that you know they had a hard-hitting affair you know, um, mm-hmm. in this entire match. So shout out to this, the Mimosa Mayhem match, the first ever. First ever. And and, and hopefully not the last, because it, it was fun. <laughs> I like this one. talked about, like, you know, Jericho being, like, so innovative, the uh, stadium stampede match. Yeah. And, you know, just coming up with these cool ideas. And, like, uh, I, I do like, I like the direction that they're going in. So, question, do you think this feud is over? Is it just time for the rocket to go on Cassidy. Yeah, dude, I think this, I think this is it. You know, Cassidy doesn't need to pay seven grand for that jacket. Cassidy, mm-hmm. you know, he, he, uh, he threw him in the vat of mimosa. I think what's done is done. I think at this point, if I'm not mistaken, smart marks, uh, fedora's on. I think this is when Jericho is slated to go on tour with Fozzie. Oh, I, I think, I think their tour is, Coming up touring? soon. I haven't looked it up, but let me let me look up the the touring schedule. Uh, but yeah, I thought they were gonna go on tour. Um, oh yeah, they're they're doing a Save the World tour starting in October or mm-hmm. in September. You know, I mean, this is gonna be a perfect opportunity for him to be written off tour because they're doing a, a Fozzie Save the World tour starting in October. So and uh-huh. it's going all the way till November, almost Thanksgiving. So I think it's a good time. You know. Uh-huh. Well, if you are out there, um, if you are really thinking you want to go to these shows, be extremely careful. Um, Mask yeah, up. Yeah, be careful. Mask up. Uh, social distance. Don't let them Hand study. sanitizer. The people. Yep. Um, yeah, man. Uh, I'm not going to say don't go because, you know, I just went to a public event. But, yeah, <laughs> you know, who yeah, am you, I to, you buster. <laughs> who am I to tell you, like, oh, don't do it. Like, I was so mad at Jericho when they announced these dates and, and, like, the way he's talking about it. Like, oh, it's fine. You know, we did Sturgis and only, you know, two cases out of whatever. You know, like, how many people are reporting that to you? Like, how do you know? 
you know, you just don't know. So there is no way to know. Yeah. And I think the fact that, you know, these, these, but Hey, people are, these places are allowing it, you know, and he's just, mm. you know, fulfilling a need, right. He's yeah. kind of like a, he's kind of like a drug dealer, <laughs> but, but not, but uh, not. you know, he's, but yeah, he's just fulfilling a need and he's getting paid for it. So making the money somehow. Yeah. Yeah. So this honestly made me think, that the next match was going to go a different way. When I saw Cassidy win, I was like, oh, that's what made me think, like, MJF could be champion. He could be an AEW champion today. Mm, and okay. and I'd like to, down the line, see an Orange Cassidy MJF feud. But that could be five, ten years from now, or for the next five years. You know for what sure. I mean? Like, these yeah, could yeah. be their two guys that could lead this company into the next millennium. You know? So, um, I just started thinking way far ahead on that. Like, oh, wow. Like, they might actually do this. Like, if we're into, like, putting young guys over, then this is the time. Yeah. To me, and anyway. This, and this is the promotion that'll do it. Yeah. To me, you anyway. Know? I was like, oh, MJF, it might be time. Like, he mm-hmm. might be ready. So, we get the AEW Championship. The World Champion. Yeah! Yeah! Jeans Ambrose. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so interesting part at the very beginning, Moxley entered from right behind us. Like he takes this high stair up, comes down behind us. And then some idiot who's like four <laughs> rows in front of me darts out to, I don't know, to try to grab him, to try to hug him. But yo, props to the security. There's a guy named Security Steve or whatever. And him and his buddy, props to them because, man, they, they had six cents to be like, oh, I see that guy getting up. Let me just casually walk closer. Oh, I see. Yo, and sh- and shout out to Moxley. Like, he acknowledged the whole thing. Like, he went up to the camera like, hey, who's that? Oh, okay, no problem. Show, <laughs> right. must, show must go on. No big deal. You know? Yeah. yeah. He's just like, what's up? Oh, okay. Well, all right. Like, he actually stopped to acknowledge it. He didn't just, you know, keep running through. Or maybe he was supposed to turn that way and decided not to. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But anywho. Um, I almost thought it was part of the show. I was like, mm, was that a plant? Like, I've seen Lance Archer wreck foos. Maybe he's going to wreck somebody right now. <laughs> I, I kind of thought that. But, um, but yeah, it was good. So, what did you think about this match? You know, this match was, uh, it, was like a, it was like a great um, wrestling match. You know, the fact that MJF could work, like, maybe in the old school spirit, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but it showed how, you know, how Moxie was able to go and go, you know, move for move with them, but it wasn't without their gimmicks. Right. I mean, there was, um, you know, spitting involved. There was Wardlow was on the ring. Uh, and after, you know, MJF was, you know, we, we hate to see this, right. Uh, there, he was distracted and hit and won with the paradigm shift. This could be the basis for MJF to make another, uh, plea for the fact that, you know, the refs should have reviewed the tapes. MJF used the move that was banned. Um, although the ref didn't see it, maybe management saw, Management should be watching this. And, uh, you know, you know, I'm going to sue you now with my, with my, you know, legit, what's <laughs> his they, name? Uh, they, Mark, Mark Sterling lawyer guy. Yeah. Or they like do something crazy and make Mark Sterling the special guest ref for the you know, next yeah. match or something crazy. Yeah, uh, so, it, so I think this is going to further – yeah, this yeah. is going to further something because, you know, mm-hmm. Moxley did hit him, poking the eye, low blow. Again, it was kind of like this like old-school type of, you know, heelish wrestling, which I liked. It was fun. 
but yeah, there was a distraction. It was a distraction finish, which I think world championships can have. And, but you know, for a big pay-per-view like this, probably not. So for your main event to win like that, it was, it was okay. You know, it was okay. Mm-hmm. It was solid. It was solid wrestling. Don't get me wrong, but the the uh, I think the, the the finisher for me personally uh, was left. Mm. You know, for for to be further enhanced. Further yeah, further. I think we get. I think we get more out of this. This this uh, this feud isn't over. So I feel like we get a rematch. Maybe even on Dynamite. Who knows? Um. So I had a question in the chat. Yeah. Asking us to throw back on the the Smarky Fedora. So Ooh. who who takes the strap from Jan? Ooh, um, honestly, man, I kind of, I, I wanted Scorp. I, I want Scorp to take it one of these days. Mm. But again, I also wanted Scorp to take the TNT title. But the fact that Brody's holding on to it, it's it's going to be super hard to rip that from him somehow. Mm. Um, the only person that I see slated for this title, uh, you know, if I could fantasy book it, I, I would definitely want like either Scorpio uh, my other favorite, of course, is Omega, but in singles competition. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, honestly, Brian Cage would also be a viable champion. But the fact that he's, like, toting around this FTW champion, mm-hmm. which is on the shirt for some so, reason. I, uh, I, I read something that Tony Khan has implied that they do have plans for that title. So I think it might become, like, a hardcore title. At some point, yeah. Just when I think hardcore wrestler, I don't think Brian Cage. Uh, I think Lou. I think Luther, Darby yeah. Allen. I think J- Janella. Uh, you know, no, Dar- uh, You know, Bri- Brian Cage can do a hurricanrana. <laughs> yeah, like he, he can do a whole lot. He's not a hur- uh, strictly hardcore guy. So yeah. Um, but yeah, I could see that at some point being used. Also, um, what was I about to say? Oh, about. As far as your question about who could take it from John, I think I think they got the right number one contender right now. If if Lance Archer is due for a title shot, I I would love to see Lance take it. So con- continuity now in the question, Lance Archer mm-hmm. couldn't secure the TNT title. Correct. You know he, he lost to Cody, so it's like they they I, I feel like they they booked they did a, they did him a disservice by booking him that way, or even giving him a shot that soon if he wasn't going to win it. So, but with that in mind, I feel like if he gets more win, if he got more wins gotta, after this rumble, yeah. after this rumble, he got some more wins. Mm-hmm. Perfect. But hey, he won the opportunity for the, the championship title. So which, yeah, maybe a which, later date. So yeah. they give him some time to build up momentum. But yeah, they got to build him back up. Because but the the other thing too is this will also give them a break from either making a story because you'll notice the storyline between MJF and Moxley was very well orchestrated. They kind of already set the stage for Archer now just to go up against Moxley. So, therefore, mm. um, it's going to give them a break. And this is why I feel, I feel bad for saying this. Because there's not story surrounding this, the, the world title picture, I feel like Lance Archer's not going to win it. Like, I feel mm. he's going to be transitional for somebody to mm. come in, either do a schmoz or do something. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, um, one thing I can say, and Blaze, you said it right before I was about to say it, there would not be another ex-WWE guy. I think it, it can't be Jericho, I think, at this point. Like, they've, they've done that to get the eyes on the product. So Well, and let's not 
let's not also discredit John Moxley. All right, he's no, no, P- no. He was PWI, uh, you know, top top wrestler, you know, number one wrestler PWI. He 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 cut his chops in in New Japan and on the independent circuit after his no compete with WWE. Mm-hmm. Yes, he was a WWE guy, but I think he's done everything to wash himself of that stank. Um, and yeah, that's why, but, but that's, he's the that's name. Why I get, but he's, right. a, he's still got a name recognition that brings in the casual fan. That's like, exactly, oh, yeah. Dean Ambrose is there, you know. Yeah. So that still brings in guys. Like, there were mm-hmm. kids in front of me yelling, loving Moxley. And I was just like, wow, like, this is dope. And I was like, I wonder if those are WWE kids who grew up, you know, came up watching yeah. the field were like oh man i love this guy but yeah they were like they had signs they were yelling for moxie the whole time it was great so uh, another thing that kind of mm, lets me know i think we were just talking earlier about mjf and like how i do think a reign is in his near future um he came out looking like a champ man like the robe the tights like everything i was like he's looking like a champ like he's really looking the part so that made me kind of think like all right if not now maybe in another few months i could see if they do a rematch he pulls off you know and at this point one good cheat deserves another you know like technically mox cheated so yeah you said it that's a great way to put it man you know what i mean <laughs> so now yep. if he gets cheated out of the belt it's only fair at this point mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. yeah wrestling logic kind of comes into play but, you know, AEW is one to kind of go against the grain sometimes. But you're right. I feel like whenever I would watch uh, MJF versus Cody or MJF versus Jungle Boy, MJF can can run with the best of them. Yeah. You know, like, uh, be that aside, like, he's a, you know, a, a shit king. He can, he can work, dude. And he can, he can talk. He can sell. He can do it all. Yeah. Um, you, you love to hate him is, is you know, is, is the common tro- trope, right? Um, but yeah, I, I honestly want, I want that to definitely, he's, he's definitely the future for AEW. 100%. Yeah, he's the future. So you don't necessarily need to put it on him now, but I think keeping him in the conversation would be good because he's so hateable. Like you want to see him lose. You want to see him get his, uh, someone said Eddie Kingston, maybe. Yeah. I, I can, he can see definitely, him as a future champ. Yeah. Even and, like, or even for the FTW title as well. Yeah. Yeah. He can definitely yeah, for do that. Sure. Smug uh, said, um, Lucha? Mm-hmm. yeah, Luchasaurus. Luchasaurus. My kids love Luchasaurus. They I love Luchasaurus Marco. and Jungle Boy. My yeah. kids love him. My I think kids, the kids love him. Yeah. My kids straight up said, I hate the Young Bucks now. You Dude, know? I wanted to tell you that the Young Bucks were getting booed. That audience there was yeah. booing the Bucks. I'm going to yep. be totally honest. Like, they were getting booed. That's the first time I've ever heard that at a live show. Mm-hmm. Like, there were kids in front of me. Booing the Bucks, yes, and sir. I was like, mm. so "They did." What tells me it's yeah. gonna be weird though, because FTR to me are true heels, to me. But in this situation, I feel like they're gonna flip flop, or maybe they're gonna both be heels. Everybody's a heel in, in AEW. He's a heel, but that—that's my only issue is because these guys are not good guys. Like right. FTR are not good guys. Like I don't think they haven't. They're fan favorites because they work hard, but they're not necessarily good guys. But if they help out Hangman, that kind of does make them good guys, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's it's interesting. It's it, it's all gray area, you know. Which is you know wrestling in in the new millennium. It's it's all gray area. But like one hundred percent. But yeah, I I it makes me wonder like if that whole four horsemen thing happens, they'll be against the elite. 
you know, and the elite will be heels. So they'll be yeah, that is you know, they'll be the good guys. The, that's and that's the dream match right there, man. That's that's the dream match that we all want to see. Mm-hmm. You know, so a four horseman versus the elite. I would love to see that. If- Somebody mentioned at the very beginning when I first started the chat, they were like, um, four horsemen, or, or they were talking about the elite turning, and they were talking about the much-coveted FTR versus Young Bucks match. Now, it's going to happen, but do you hold that until you can have full crowds? That's a, that's a super great point. Because you don't want anything to lose its lackluster, kind of like how Drew McIntyre won the, ch- won the title in an empty arena. I think nowadays, however, with, with the, the media platforms that we're in, I think at this point, personally, the Neo-X thinks, you know, you, do, you maybe you don't need to, you know, wait for the crowd. Because really? I think, mm-hmm. I honestly think like, because I'm now creating memories on these Zoom chats or with small groups of friends watching pay-per-views. I would definitely travel to watch that too, Bears, to watch that. So next time that happens, we should definitely go. But I don't know, man. Like, I think when are we going to get crowds, though, maybe, you know? and Yeah, that could be a year from now or two. It's kind of hard to say. Yeah, it could be a year or two, and I think you're going to hold on to that rocket for two years. Who knows? Yeah, it's interesting. I was just thinking about that. Like, do you, you know, like, you got the marquee match that everybody wants to see. Do you try to milk it, you know, to get that bread from it? Or do you just give it to them? You know? Yeah, man. It's I don't such know. a... Remember, it's, let's not, it's a loaded let's not question. forget how history will never be kind to it if it doesn't work out. Because yeah. remember, I can just remember all those conversations. I remember Stone Cold saying, like, why do you want to put me and Brock on free TV when that's a pay-per-view match? just to have him beat me in the King of the Ring. That could have been a pay-per-view match. Um, yeah. I still remember everybody saying with WCW, the Goldberg versus Hogan on Nitro. That could have been a pay-per-view. Why would you give it out? Why would you give it out for free? I'm like, I watched it. I don't think I would have paid for a pay-per-view for it. Yeah. But, you know, it, it, I don't know. So, again, well, if it doesn't I'm work a, out, history will, will not be kind to it. But see, I'm, and I'm a believer in that logic. However the state of the world that we currently live in, maybe there's not a lot of people watching pay-per-views. So therefore if it's on YouTube, it's going to live forever. It's going to get five, maybe three, three to 5 million views on YouTube alone. So, and it can be just repeated, repeated, repeated. You know, um, we, we all know that wrestling is, you know, it's time sensitive on the mind, right? Mm-hmm. However, I feel like this match is of such epic proportions. It'll definitely go down in the annals of history, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, to be one of the best in the world. So why not, why not give it to them as, as it's just so hard, right. To answer in regards to time, like, do you save it for crowds? Yes. Save it for crowds. If we can foresee when crowds could be about, but if you're saying, you know, we're not going to be in venues until another two years, then no, nah, I don't, you don't need you to save that for me for two years. You got this rocket, you know, ready to roll. Um, you know, why not like let, you know, unleash it into the universe? So in that case, do you do it on a dynamite or do you do it on a pay-per-view? Well, if like, they're looking to maximize money, then yeah, they have to be on a pay-per-view. Because if money is the question, then you would want to do it on the pay-per-view. Yeah, yeah. It's got to be on a pay-per-view. It's got to be on so. a pay-per-view. That's, that's where the money is. So maybe we'll keep 
maybe you'll keep uh, have FTR be really strong champs and keep it for a really really long time, and then um, and then we can continue that we can build slowly towards that. Because one thing I love that AEW is doing is the faction. The faction game is strong. And long-term st- storytelling. And very good at long-term storytelling. I'm not afraid to, like, let something kind of bubble and not boil. But I will be honest. Kenny Omega taking a little long for me. Like, for me, <laughs> like, you know, just because I'm a fan. Like, this was the freaking best Super. wrestler in the world, you know, two, three years ago. And, yeah. like, the slow, the slow burn here. When you yeah. have a guy that hot and that the, yeah, uh, with that ability to be that hot, the I best think, bout machine is in a tag team. Yeah, like know? that would be to me. It's like WCW signing Hogan during the Monday Night Wars and to be like, all right, we got this idea, Hogan. You're gonna be, uh, you're gonna be the manager for uh, for Disco Inferno. <laughs> 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 like it'll be great. It'll be great. They'll see you every day, so it'll be great. It'll be great. Like, Fantastic. I, I don't understand. Like, to me, that's just money that we're sitting on. But I guess, you know, I, I appreciate the, the long-termness of it. But in my mind, just as a fan of Kenny, like, I want to see those amazing Kenny solo matches again, you know? Yeah. And I think we were all reminded of the fact that, um, you know, when it, was, when it was Kenny and Hangman versus the Bucks – that mm. fight at Revolution, that oh, was yeah. like an insta classic. Oh, so yeah. So you were reminded how everybody can work. You, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and that's why, you know, I can appreciate your thought that there's a slow burn for Omega, but I'm savoring it because mm. this story that they've been telling with Hangman and with with everybody else has been, you know, just fantastic. Like, I, I want to see this now. Like, it, it's it's headed somewhere, you know? It's headed somewhere. And that's what I want to see, you know? I get it. I mean, but with that being said, just as a fan of Kenny, like, I want I want, I want, want what I want, you know? I'll, but I'll tell you this. I haven't been uninterested. Like, every every little segment that Omega has been in, 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 it's been captivating. Like, it's been, it, it brings you in, right? So, therefore, you're not, you're not never without. Like, it, so you'll get it, okay. you know? That's but, true. That's true. But you're, but you're right. It's kind of like, you know, you know, <laughs> you got to be quicker than that. You almost had it. Great. I just like, man, I'm a fa- like, I want to see these great matches. Like now I got to go back and watch old stuff to get to remember, you know, how great Kenny was mm-hmm. solo. Uh, but anyway, uh, overall, grade this pay-per-view. Give it a grade. Uh, when it comes to this show, I definitely want to give it a, a solid, like, you know what? I'll give it like a B minus. Okay. B, B minus C plus. I'll, I'll give it that. Um, just because of the fact that it had great wrestling. Like, I will not take that away from AEW. It had great wrestling. It's just a lot of the um, stuff that happened in between the great wrestling, yeah, it kind of sucked. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll, I'll still give it up to the wrestling itself because it had great storytelling. It was still fun to watch. And, you know, there were lots of, like, Rough patches for sure, especially after the whole, um, you know, Matt Hardy, Sammy Guevara match, the Broken Rules match. But other than that, I still thought it was fun to watch. So, yeah, C plus, B minus. I'm going C. We, we get a strong C here. And strong C. A strong C. Now, sadly, though, I think this is 
and it's going to sound bad when I say it, but I think this is the worst pay per view that AEW's done. Okay, okay. Now, okay. <laughs> first off, how dare you? <laughs> now that doesn't mean it was bad. It just means yeah, not the bar. Like they're, they're the they've been setting the bar con- high consistently. Yeah. You're right. You're absolutely you're, right. Yeah, when you're giving me A and B, like I think this is a C. You know, um, it was too long. Uh, I just think that storytelling and all that stuff aside. Like a lot of the action, I just I questioned a lot of it, and sure. um, you know, so outside of that, you know, uh, it was good. But yeah, like mm-hmm. the, like you said, the botches, the injuries, the weird things happening, kind of took me out of it being there. And so maybe if I watch it again, I'll think better. But right now, I feel like it. I feel like a C, which okay. isn't bad. C is still passing, you know. Yeah, and then Blaze brought up a good point. Blaze graded it like a B minus. Uh, Bears, Osito one one eight one 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 eight C plus for him, or for for he, or for that person. For them, uh, <laughs> um, I gave it a C- says B minus. Yeah, yeah. Oh, B minus is a generous rating. <laughs> C minus of C. Yeah, it is. If you're, that's if why. You, that's why I said C plus plus. If you're going in here with. If you, Come on, man. Like, I'm just, just be honest. If you've given this show a B, you are a, such an AEW mark that it's it's ridiculous. Like, yeah. part of being a wrestling fan is being honest. Like, yeah. But yeah I'll give you that. Sometimes they don't come with it. And, like, this And that's one. okay. And it's okay. and it's okay. You know, it's it happens. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's totally okay. And this, yeah. was, this is not a B pay-per-view. Like, this is not. Like, to me or to anyone who was with a brain who's ever watched wrestling <laughs> there's no way you can call this a b pay-per-view <laughs> well you know and that's why i was that's why i gave it a c plus plus because because like i said man it c++. was good <laughs> come on man You're like, but it's aw and i love you so much but no man it was great yeah, yeah. wrestling the wrestling was great i think the stories are great but man, some of those segments, bro, just kind of like, yeah, it took the air out it of the just paper. Dragged on, you know? like it, I feel like it dragged on a lot, and um, and maybe they made up some time with some other things. But well, well, hang I was on. Looking at the time, and it looks like the main event, I think, got the most time. No, no, the tag team match, tag title match, got the most time, and then the battle royale, which I mean doesn't really count. Yeah, and and then the main event, and then uh, the women's title. So, like, mm-hmm. the matches that were supposed to get the time got the time, you know? Yeah, and one thing that Blaze brought up in the commentary was, like, you know, it was good. Uh, the match was good, but the commentary was atrocious. This is the thing. I think it all uh, it also is fed with your setting. So, you were there in person. Mm-hmm. W- were you miserable? Uh, by the end, I was tired. I was hot. And yeah. I got to be – like, I, I wasn't able to pay as much attention to everything as right. I was. You so know, see, I, was I watched it. it. I watched it inside, air conditioned, with some booze and some food and with good company. So I think my setting kind of mm-hmm. that's why it was fun, you know, because mm-hmm. I was in a great setting to to enjoy the show with. Um, and you know, we, we all had a blast talking about the show and and you know for what it is and what it, it what it wasn't. Uh, Ian, do you have a favorite show? for um all uh for the all out yeah i really like into the microphone son mm-hmm. i really liked um the the match between between chris between um 
Young Bucks and, and Jurassic Express. Right. That was see, that was a good match. Did you did you did you but cheer for the young Bucks? did Matt you cheer Hardy, for the young bucks? I don't bucks? know how he's gonna do after all. Because Matt Hardy just took his his head just literally right on oh, the ground. Yeah. Yeah, when my my kid saw it and he we all literally cringed, you know? That yeah. was but, rough. So who do you cheer for now? The Young Bucks or, or Jurassic Express? I don't know. Both, I guess. Both? Okay. <laughs> I'll give you that. You're you're a little bit older than your little brother, of course, so I was my, about, my, like, my my youngest son is like nah the young bucks suck. <laughs> yeah, dude, I was like shocked. Like I just assumed young bucks could do anything and be over, and people would love mm-hmm. them. And like to well, see and, people booing them, I was like, oh, okay. Well, and then you got I don't know, man. Maybe you tend to forget, but they worked heel and be in Bullet Club. They worked yeah. heel in ROH. Yeah. Um, you know, so they're not. I mean, they, they can do it. They can go back to that well. That's um, true. If they want to. And I think the, the – I mean, so they have the roots. I think it's just a matter of them actually, you know, pulling – you know, kind of coming back to that because they would even work heel with Cleaner Kenny. They would get involved in the matches mm-hmm. and, and yeah. you know, with <laughs> – remember the cold spray? Oh, yeah. The cold you know, spray. like the cold spray, <laughs> that was my jam, dude. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so, like the cold spray stuff, like, you know <laughs> – they can do it. I, I just think, you know, they need to go back to that well and really bring that back, uh, you know, into the forefront of their wrestling now. For sure. Um, so, yeah, I, I agree with Blaze that the storytelling for, for me is higher yeah. than the actual wrestling. So 100% Blaze. For that for reason, sure. when I'm watching a wrestling pay-per-view, I don't know. I'm just looking for wrestling. So for that reason, yeah. this is a good pay-per-view. Not great. I want to see. I want to see them continue to improve. And do better, and but I didn't get the uh, commentary that you guys had to sit through. Yeah, dude. At this so, point, man, I think Jr. just needs to—he needs to be like the third person. Like he shouldn't be calling the the action. He should be where Shivani is sitting. Yeah, moments <laughs> like there's moments where he sounds like he's bored. There's a moment he said something about like uh, he said something inappropriate about a wardrobe malfunction. Yeah. Um, and like I don't know, I would like to see Taz or or Jericho on that at some point. Uh, take that mic because mm. you're right, Blaze. Taz should replace Jr. I don't I would, think Jr. is fit anymore. I mean, he I'm, could be I'm, backstage. I think he could do talent relations like he used to do. But like, I can't. I don't know, man. Like every show, he says something where I'm it, like, it's mm. it's becoming too, it's becoming too often, right? So the fact that it's happening more and more, it's kind of like. Well, how much more? Like, where is the line? Like, where is the where's the line nowadays? Yeah, like what he said, that was like some attitude era stuff. You know what I mean? Like, you you can't get away with that today in twenty twenty twenty, and yeah. like I, I don't know. So I don't know. Morrow's left, right? Morrow's Morrow's open. <laughs> Yo, they should bring Morrow. Yo, That'd be sick. Pay Morrow all, <laughs> all the money. Back the truck up to his house. We need Morrow. I would love to see that. <laughs> yeah so the thing is no one ever I like I don't question his efforts like I'm sure he's a pro and I'm sure he'll do like his best but like when 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 Exc- the fact that Excalibur knows about the the Joshi princess title and you know uh Shivani and JR like kind of you know don't really know about it or acknowledge it that's kind of BS in my opinion yeah hey mom Hi, I'm on a show. Hey, mom. Yeah, my mom's. She's visiting right. from Mexico. 
Oh, nice. So we're going to, uh, Mama Neo. So uh, we're going to um, wrap up as far as the recorded version that will go on the podcast. So give your plugs and all that. And I'm going to do a true ending. But then we're going to continue with some bonus stuff and take questions from yeah. that. Here. So, so go ahead. All right, cool. So uh, you can follow me on Twitter at the Neo X. I also have a Twitch that isn't really that cool, <laughs> but it's there. <laughs> it's it's a, a Neo X as well. Um, you can catch uh, all of our content on Geekscape, you know, or you can catch it on the Steel Cage. Uh, definitely uh, shout us out, you know, wherever you can on the socials. Instagram is Matt Mania Pod. Twitter is Matt Mania Podcast. Uh, so definitely check us out there. Um, I, I hope that, you know, this episode can propel us to do more episodes. I love the fact that we did it on video ran. So if we do another one of these, let me know. Um, and the fact that it's on Twitch too, I think having the, I love the fact that, that we can actually just view the chat and, and, you know, uh, lateral to it and get everyone's input. I really like this setup, man. So I think, uh, if you do it again, please, please let me know, invite me back on. For sure, man. Thanks, dude. I appreciate it. Only when I when I have something to say or when I want to when I want to talk wrestling, I'll sure. um, I'll bring I'll bring this on and do it again. So thank Absolutely. you for being here, all of you listening. You can always get more at Matt Mania Pod on all your socials. Uh, and yeah, we'll be doing more and more. So as always, you know what to do. Keep your shoulders off the mat. The mat. All right. Peace. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 